Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's July and we're back from our break and we're back with a bang this week. Welcoming two guests to the show via the magic of technology because, yes, we're recording in lockdown to ensure the safety of our team and our guests. And kicking off this series, we have two members of one of the biggest girl groups in British pop history. At the peak of their success in the 70s and 80s, this group of five sisters were selling more records than the Beatles in Japan. They were playing stadiums in Russia and supporting Frank Sinatra on tour whilst juggling their homework. Along the way, they clocked up over 30 million record sales. Of course, if you haven't worked it out, I am talking about the Nolans. Five sisters from a family of eight born in Ireland to Tommy and Maureen Nolan, who grew up in Blackpool, singing all over the country and then, of course, the world. Sadly, Sister Bernie passed away in 2013 after a long battle with cancer. But the remaining four have reunited for the Nolans Go Cruising. It's a TV series chronicling their first holiday and performance together as a four-piece in over 20 years. It's going to be hitting our screens on July the 7th at 10 o'clock on Quest Red. And it will be available to view on D-Play. So today I am dialing up Maureen and Colleen. <laughs> So how are you both, first and foremost? In, is lockdown treating you okay? It's not bad. I just miss hugging the grandkids like oh. everybody does, you know, and um, that side of things. And just, you know, it'd be nice not to have to queue to get in the shop and stuff and feel a bit safer. And Cole, how are you in lockdown? Uh, I'm really good, Kate, because I was really lucky um, and I managed to move house to my new house two days before we went into lockdown. So you, um, you can so just nest. All. You're just unpacking. Yeah, it was really... And then the night before we moved, my cat had seven kittens. 
So yeah. I've been in a new house with seven kittens. Life can't get much better than that, really. <laughs> and also there's six of us in lockdown together. So there's me and my three kids and then um, Shane's girlfriend and Kira's boyfriend. And we've all locked down together. So it's it's been great, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm, quite, I'm quite jealous of Colleen. They're having all lovely to have, you know, to have more people in lockdown with you. It's mainly me and Linda and I have been sort of isolating together. Thank, I, I just feel sorry for people who've got nobody, you know, isolating yeah, on totally their own. That on must the be the most difficult thing of all. Oh my God. Especially yeah. at this stage when it's making you know us all what, a bit weary, isn't it? You know what yeah. else I thought? You know when we had that incredible weather? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was thinking of people in like high-rise oh, I know. flats that yeah. haven't even, can't get I have out. friends, and, yeah, I have friends. But with three kids yeah. or whatever, you know. <gasps> wow. Yeah. But I've, I've been locked down with Ben, who's now 12, and we've made a conscious decision that we would not use the parks because where we live, obviously it's densely populated. We're in London. It's like there are too many families living in flats that need those parks. So I've just said to yeah. him, you know, unlucky, mate, where you're in the back garden on your own yeah, <laughs> with me and a swing <laughs> ball. And I have to say, Cole, <laughs> you saved his 12th birthday for me in lockdown with a TikTok what? that you put up. Oh. So it was the ones where you have to answer the questions. So I, I, what I did is I organised um, a Zoom quiz for a load of his friends, but their parents all had to be involved. And it was the questions like, who is the oh, most likely to, oh, um, oh, to be arrested? And then you dunk them in yeah. water. But we did water I and flour. It. So they turned into oh, glue. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, at the end of the one they did with me, where Shane was dunking me. Yeah. And then without me knowing... Kira picked up the whole thing and dumped it over my head. <laughs> Bernie's daughter, Erin, the yeah. first 21st, Bernie. we were all meant to be having a massive party yeah, for it, all books and everything, and yeah. all had to be cancelled. What a fantastic girl she's turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie would be so proud of her. And yeah. her and her dad are incredibly close. That's you know, good. So yeah. That's yeah, good. she's she's turned out amazing. Because you know, I mean, um, Maureen, I've just sent Colleen the link to because I know I've seen your show, the cruising show, but you haven't. Um, and I sat down and watched oh. it last night. And do you know the thing that really struck me was that Bernie was never not there because she is constantly oh. in your conversation. So as much yeah, as I know we... she's no longer with us, and it's gosh, it's seven years now, isn't it, since she passed? Yeah, yeah, in July, yeah. <clears throat> but you got you girls keep her so seminal in your conversation that... yeah and it, it isn't even a concerted thought you know it, it's just she always is she couldn't not be really it's, it's not that we think oh let's think about Bernie today she just is mm. um because she as you know so vibrant and amazing so sassy um every every waking moment there's a memory of Bernie in it you know so um yeah, so we felt like she was on the cruise. That's lovely that that comes across. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I, yeah. I, I, there were a few tears shed last night watching you all sit down and oh. talk. Yeah, but you are soft, Kate. I am, babe. You know that. <laughs> you can cry at the drop of a hat. She's had to squeeze right. my I... knee on air many a time to pull myself together, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found it really emotional watching you fall back together again after such a long time. Uh, yeah, well, you've not had that opportunity was. to spend quality time together. No, and Colleen has been the di most difficult to pin down because we, we live in Blackpool, so we do see each other a lot, you know, the other three, but, and Janice as well. But Colleen obviously lives in Cheshire, and, um, and, and she's always 
got something and if she's not working then she obviously has she's home with the kids and the horses and whatever and Anne as well our eldest sister although we live around the corner for her you know she has the should we say a proper job um real life and she has three grandchildren so she's always doing things for her two daughters and her three grandchildren so again she's always busy and working really hard so we didn't think it would be able we'd be able to get it together this whole cruise thing and amazing that they did and we had such a ball it really looked like you did it really looked like you did mm. and there was so much yeah. opportunity for you to comb through the past and so, yeah. so that that with that very much in mind this is question number one for you ladies i mean you had so many hits you toured the world time and time again you experienced things as as a family that most people can only dream of so i, I wondered mm. if you could go back and pick your greatest hit moment from your time in the group, from any era? Well, mine would be, this morning, um, the Sinatra tour would be mine. Sinatra. So um, you supported him on his European tour, right? Yeah, in 1975. You know, it was that long ago. But um, we were brought up in Sinatra. My dad was crooner, you know, great singer, actually, my dad. And so we knew every crooner. We knew all the lyrics to all those standards and stuff, you know. And so then we were offered this tour, which was a dream. We watched the show every night. And we had a, we used his 60-piece orchestra. And, oh. and he used to come over at the sound check and say, you, you girls are a little bit young to remember this, these songs. And I felt like, you want to stand up? You know, now I think, why didn't one of us stand up and go, we know every lyric. We know what you had <laughs> for breakfast. We know what colour underpants you wear. <laughs> you know. He was almost like a surrogate father growing up. We knew him so well because we adored him, you know. God. I, I, you, you know, you can't really stand up and say that. What was it like working with him, having admired him and, and him being such a big part of, of your family absolute, life? Yeah, just a, an absolute dream. It was a dream then and it still seems like a dream. Who gets that opportunity, you know? For me, that was one of the, certainly one of the memories for me. What about yeah. you, Cole? Um, I think the whole uh, 80s thing in Japan was incredible and something that at the time I didn't appreciate enough because it was hard work and I was very young and I spent most of it going, oh, I just want to go home, you know. Did you? You didn't, didn't, I remember you saying you didn't really eat much while you were there. Well, you never had time. Yeah. I mean, you think you work hard in this country. You've no idea how the Japanese work. And and to be fair, it worked. You know, we broke so many records uh, out there. And the first, you know, international act to do whatever. And we broke all those records. So they know what they're doing. But they have no concept of that you need to eat or go to the toilet. And, um, or sleep. So it was re- or sleep. Yeah, so it's really, really, really hard work. But when I look back now, um, I look back and go, wow, it was absolutely... Mm. It was the first time and probably the last time where I felt like a proper pop star. Yeah. Really? You know, screaming. Yeah, screaming in the street. We weren't allowed to leave the hotel. Uh, We had to have the army take us around. You know, when we're on the bullet train, we had to be surrounded by the army to get us on the train. I mean... It was like everything you dream of, of a pop star when you're a kid. And there I was at 15 living it. Um, that, but that's, not that's the thing. It at the time. Cole, you were 15. And so you'd always been too young to join the band. Yeah. 
until that yeah. point. And then when you joined, it just went international. I mean, you, you, yeah. sold more, you sold more records in Japan than the Beatles. Yeah. Well, at that time, yeah, I know. And we were the first international, um, we were the first uh, satellite as well. Yeah, we did our first satellite from um, was it Piccadilly Square, Square, Square over to Japan? Yeah, yeah. it was the first time they'd done that, and um, loads of things. First international act to be in the um, in the international charts and the national charts. Yeah, the Japanese the charts same, and the international the charts. Yeah, number one. It was just things like that where you go, wow! I don't think yeah. I appreciated that enough. But <laughs> how do you when you're fifteen? You know, it's hard. I know, isn't it? but I drive my kids mad now because I'm 55 and I still go on about it now. <laughs> and whenever they say anything, I go, I think you forget I was huge in Japan. So <laughs> you can just and unfortunately that. for us, that because that all catapulted and happened as she joined the act, she always says it was because of her that was. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Well, to be honest, Col, it all stacks up as a story, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I joined exactly. and international yeah. stardom beckoned. Yeah, exactly. They've been going years before that, judging the board. But you know what? You look back now, like imagine your daughter at 15 experiencing that. Wow, yeah. You'd be terrified I know, for them at the same time, wouldn't you'd you? You'd be terrified yeah. for them and you'd, I'd be so protective of her. And the first time she'd ever phone me up and go, I'm just tired, I want to come home. I know as a mum, I'd dash over there and get her. Yeah, you would. the wrong thing to do. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, but luckily we we had partners with us. Linda's husband was with us at one point, and my my partner was with us, Richie, who I later married. But um, and our mum and dad came as well, so we were protected, and we used to protect each other, really. You know, in in lots of ways. If any of us was, if one of us was getting big time, you know, the others would sort of slap them down, really. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. We've always done everything. And being surrounded by family. And I think that makes such a difference. You know, the thoughts of Kira going off at 15 on her own. Yeah. Or even if I'd have been 15 on my own, I don't think I would have been able to cope with that on my own. Oh, God, no. 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 But, I mean, and you were always the baby of the family. So Yeah, I still yeah. am. I'm 55 and they still treat me like I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> on the cruise, yeah, she just went back to being the baby. And Anne was a big sister and motherly. You know, we all sort of went back into our little slots, you know, that we... We, we were in, in the day, you know, back in the day. So, yeah, she's always a baby, really. Still the baby, I know. It's like, shut <laughs> up and wait till you've spoken to. It's like, hello, I'm 55. <laughs> but listen, you know what, you, you two have just pinpointed two moments that are magical to you. And just, like, yeah. savour that, right? You went on, you, you supported Frank Sinatra on tour and then you broke the mould in Japan as the first international band to hit. Yeah. Like, that's massive. Amazing. Yeah. And and then you were playing stadiums in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. That was that, bizarre. That was an experience, yeah. How was that? that? Was amazing, actually. Oh, well, God. it was before Glasnost and everything, so literally we there was nothing to eat. I mean, we were existing on boiled eggs and cucumbers, weren't we, Colleen? And yeah. occasionally we get occasionally we got coke, coke. As in Coke. I mean Coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and vodka. I mean, I'm not really a big drinker, but I, I remember drinking half a bottle of vodka at night. That, that's all there was to do at night, drink vodka. We turned and... all our bedrooms into English pubs, names <laughs> of English pubs. So after the gig every night, someone would go, should we go to the Red Lion tonight? And it was like, no, we went there last night, we'll go to the Raging Bull or something. So all our crew and our, our band and all would come <clears> in there and we'd have a ball, but 
I remember the one of our opening weeks in Moscow. Mm. They they won the, each each floor had a, a warden like a big woman warden and she she came and she went very late go to bed <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh we went yeah whatever you know and shut the door and then she there was another knock and she'd come back and there was a guy with a machine gun behind her. what and we went oh is that the time yeah oh that time. Mike, but oh. that 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 must have all felt I mean so otherworldly. Because oh, I mean, because I, I the, culturally thinking, it was so yeah, different. Japan, yeah, Russia, yeah, it, yeah not yeah. like it is now. It's, it's yeah, it's a different time, isn't it? Well, we'd have killed for McDonald's then, wouldn't we, Colleen? I oh mean, and, and they did they did open one after Glasnost and all that. They opened at McDonald's in Red Square or somewhere, didn't they? We would have killed for that, I think. Because oh, we were desperate for food. We yeah. milk for our tea. Remember, we drank mm. black tea for six weeks. <laughs> yeah. We get milk. Trust you I to remember was, um, that. <laughs> you know was what's really a... weird? The day we got home, um, Shane, I was with Shane then, and he picked me up from the airport and we went home and he cooked me an English breakfast and I sobbed all the way through it. Proper <laughs> 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 cried. And he kept going, bloody how is it? I, I thought it looked all right. It's what's up with it? And I was like, you don't understand, we've not eaten for six weeks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So my next question to you is about the changing times and the levels of what is and what isn't acceptable. And obviously you were working flat out during the 70s and 80s. In fact, it was mid 90s before you kind of downed tools with the Nolans. You lived through a world and a time where so much that would be completely unacceptable was was considered the norm back then. So what are you glad from those times that is no longer acceptable oh good question i'll tell you what got me thinking about it maureen was the fact that bernie um i was reading an interview with bernie last night 
And she said, for example, the rules around children working and the number of hours that the Nolans would never be able to get off the ground in the way that you did then. Because mm. you, you girls were going to school, having got in at three o'clock yeah. in the morning from the, from the night yeah. before, having done a gig. You know, yeah. That wouldn't be allowed um, today. No, absolutely. And uh, Colleen, uh, the three elder girls suffered from that more, really, and Denise and myself, because there was no rules at all uh, of growing up. We were literally, and and actually, Colleen, with you, it wasn't until you got to about what age where they put, you started to need licensing and stuff. Was um, it nine? It, that you were it about, about nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I'd worked from nine to 19 with no rules at all, missing school, getting in at three in the morning, working every hour, God sends, in working men's clubs after school, straight from school to the club, you know. So I would have killed for a little bit of um, rules, you know, th- those kind of rules then. <clears throat> um, so I thought they were great rules to have to come in to force, you know, and I'm glad because I suppose we were exploited a little bit in the nicest possible way. I mean, it sounds terrible by mum and dad, but don't think they would have said <clears throat> we didn't feel it was ex- exploitation but I suppose it was in a way you know well yeah, I um, didn't feel it was exploitation until I had kids of my own yeah and, then and you, you know of, I looked wow. at Kira when she was two and I thought yeah oh, I was going on stage when I was yeah two. and, and it's, when yeah. you get your own kids and you see how tired they are at like you mm, know six seven yeah. o'clock and I think we'd just be leaving to go and do a working men's club yeah and, and my grandkids are 10 9 and 10 now and I mean you're full on at 9 and 10 weren't you yeah yeah I mean totally, yeah. full fully working full time mm. yeah yeah I mean I, there's there was an article that I read with you and you talked about um that you would regularly play clubs during the week, like working men's clubs. And your dad would wait for you at the bar, drinking, and then at 3 a.m., yeah. having been drinking all night, it would drive you home. Yeah. Yep. At the time, I didn't like it. But it was it was what, to us, was the norm. Yeah, really. you knew no different. <laughs> didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't realise that dad was an alcoholic, obviously, you know, then. It was only later on when he was 16, he'd given up drink, and he said, I was an alcoholic. And, of course, I thought... If you're drinking a bottle of brandy a night, of course you're an alcoholic, you know. Um, but when you're raised so with that, it, and you you know no different. You don't question it, do you? You don't know any different, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, people used to say to me, what was your childhood like? And I go, I just used to go, oh my God, it was amazing. I loved it. You know, big family. I loved being part of the big family. And Christmases were magical, yeah. you know. But actually, now I look back and I think, wow, talk about dysfunctional, you know. It was it was really, I don't know, as Colleen says, when you have your own kids and your own sort of family, it puts it all in kind of in a, a different perspective, really. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But that's not to say that there weren't happy memories because you can have you oh, can have both yeah. a dysfunctional life but pockets of great happiness as well, right? Oh, absolutely. As I say, I mean, I, I feel <clears throat> mainly that oh, my child was brilliant. I mean, but looking back, if I pick, if you want to pick holes, it really wasn't. But certainly in Ireland, it was fantastic. I was eight when I left Ireland and I came over here. And then dad thinking took a hold and, and the clubs and stuff, which we begged to go. Well, please, you know, can we join your act? So I think we begged to go initially. But then it just got too much and I just wanted to be normal and go to the youth club and stuff with my friends and, and not have to think about, oh, I'm going to sing and I can't do anything after school and I'm singing again, you know. Yeah, well, it just becomes work, So, yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And I mean, yeah, there definitely. was there, there were eight of you, but five of you in yeah. the group. And you said before that by the time you were born, Cole, it was just a mm. case of in the you know delivery room. Well, I hope this one can sing. Yeah, well, apparently, <laughs> it literally was. No one asked if I was a boy and a girl. It was just like, I hope she can sing. Yeah, <laughs> um, back then, because we were called the Singing Nolans back then. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was ten of us in the group. My mum and dad and, and the eight children. We were all in the group. My two brothers as well, six girls. Blimey. So there was ten of us. Yeah, so we all used to travel around in a, a state car, like the Beverly <laughs> Hillbillies. <laughs> Uh, and, when you, and when you think about the venues that you were playing at the time, I mean, the, the working men's clubs, you mm. would have been on a mixed bill of comedy, a bit of the bingo, oh, other yeah, music. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And you would have yeah. worked with some of the greats. But when you think back to that time, what is it that, that stands out and pops most in your memory? I, oh, I remember it because in amongst all the clubs, now and again we'd get um, fantastic gigs, like to appear in London at the Royal Garden or the... Grosvenor House. The Grosvenor House. Mm. We used to do for, for the Showman's Guild and all that. Amazing people, you know. And and so we'd all drive to London, stay in this grotty little B&B or whatever. And we'd have our estate car with all our luggage on top, literally like the <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies, and all piled into it. And I remember pulling up, I think it was outside the Royal Garden Hotel, and um, the family in front of us got out of this like limo and they all had matching sort of pigskin luggage <laughs> and the guy in the top hat he let, he saw them all in and then he looked at us and he walked away he walked in as if they oh good god <laughs> um, you know we had a, we had a um, portable tv tied up in a sewing case um, <laughs> you know so um <laughs> always ridiculous we make a very good film actually mm. My and gosh, then you and really then were the, dad, the Beverly Hillbillies, weren't you? Yeah, we yeah. really were. And my <laughs> mum and dad saying, now, this is going to be nice, but like, you know, please try and be cool about it. And we got these sweets on the top floor, like penthouse. And of course, the first people to go were my mum and dad went, oh my God, look at this, it's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, we had some really fun, good times yeah. as well. But a lot of hard work. Yeah. When you think about the comedy, yeah. of, I mean, like now, obviously we're living through... A, a, I really hope a change for good when it yeah. certainly when yeah. it comes to the the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and you think yeah. about what was acceptable then by way of comedy, <sighs> for example. I mean, there's the yeah. stuff that that was was going out on stage then that you shudder to think was ever allowed yeah. now, don't you? Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's funny when I talk to my kids about that, and I say kids, uh, men now, but um. Apart from Kira. It's shocking. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's, well, you don't know. Her big beard is growing nicely. Um, <laughs> they're absolutely gobsmacked when I tell yeah. them not only about, you know, comedy in that terminology, time, yeah. terminology and, and programs that were on telly, mm. you know. Yeah. And, and of course, at the time, you don't, you know, as a kid, I didn't think anything of it. But no. now I look back and go, it, it's shocking that mm, that yeah. was ever ever thought to be all right yeah. you know but um that's what i i think what's lovely is that the, the you know certainly from my kids generation and onwards things will always i think change and improve improving um, yeah um, and even now i learn so much from them i, I love their enthusiasm about change which is fantastic mm. you know? so important isn't um, it 
and educate yeah, really important they've got an appetite as do i actually to educate myself and be better at me this. too yeah, i want to be an ally definitely yeah and, and yeah, i realize that you, you know you have to use your voice you can't just be a silent ally you have to actively challenge and you have to be actively yeah. anti-racist and all... you have to be willing to to listen and mm. learn and change yeah you know mm. you, you just do <laughs> why wouldn't you want to no of course why wouldn't you want to yeah but then you sit there and think why haven't we done this sooner one of the one of the posts that really stood out to me was one from will smith and he said racism isn't new racism racism being filmed is new and I think he's quite right in so many ways. Oh, wow. yes, absolutely, yeah. And, totally, and yeah. That's let's keep those I lenses love. focused, you know, let's keep yeah. seeing how, we, let's yeah. highlight the wrong and help to put it right. That's what we have to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. That's where the internet and technology is great. It's my favourite yeah. thing about them because yeah. they can highlight that. You know, I'm always slagging like social media and oh, you know, mm. before we had phones and all that. But actually in that respect, they've been the best thing that's ever happened because now you can see it on a worldwide platform mm. right yeah. in front of you and you can't get away with it. Your eyes. Yeah. yeah. And then it's not obviously just those issues that were contentious back then. Let's talk about sexism in the 70s and 80s yeah. because you girls yeah. were out there breaking new ground you know that yeah. there weren't a lot of all girl acts out there and you were mixing on bills that were predominantly i would say old hey. male and pale <laughs> definitely yeah i mean we worked with some great people but also we worked with people that have since been found to be not so great yeah you know um and had experience of that you know me too sort of um scenario yeah, I, I think in some respects we were protected from it because we were yeah. always a big family. We weren't like a single woman on her own on the bill with no. certain men or going on mm. tour. You know, there was always yeah. the four of us. So you'd have to be an idiot to think that you could ever do anything to any of us without the rest of the sisters coming down hard on you. I remember Colleen experiencing with very inappropriate behaviour, mm. you know, um, Did you and call? of course, because she was oh, what, 14, Colleen? 14. Yeah. <clears throat> 14. Just making suggestions to her, why don't you, well, you and your mate come back to my hotel? And, and just, well, Colleen was very street savvy, really, even from the age of two, to be fair. <laughs> um, and very much like to her, he was just a sleeve bag, you know. And I remember her saying to us, oh, God, it gives me the creeps, you know. So luckily she wouldn't have even dreamt of... But, and, and but it, nevertheless, he tried protected. it. He tried it on with you, Cole. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so so did you girls challenge them at all at that time um, and, um, and, and pull them up on it or tell somebody? No, no. Gosh. No, I think back then, way back then, as I say, I, I, I don't know if it had gone further what would have happened, you know, but I... Uh, from that point of view, it's just like, oh, if he gives me the creeps, his hand is in the wrong position and he, he just, I don't want to get in that position with him again, sort of thing, you know, she just avoided him, but um, I don't think, it was an era where you didn't challenge it, it was just like, oh, you know. Now, looking back, you think that is absolutely vile, you know, I was 14 and he was still old and ugly, but I can't say, like, in any way, for me personally, I didn't come away where that affected no. the rest of my life, no. And, you know, it was this time when, because it wasn't highlighted as being wrong. So no. women did just, you know, a lot of women would just go, 
you're a dirty old git, get away from me. Or if yeah. you talk to me like that again, I'm going to smash your face in. You know what yeah. I mean? It didn't, yeah. Certainly for us. I don't think anything happened in my earlier, you know, teens and all of that where it affected me. And had I have known he was serious, maybe I'd have, yeah, you know, been more And what he, but, if you'd have known what he was up to at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for anyone that was, <clears throat> I would hate to jump on the bandwagon of, oh, yeah, that happened to me to any degree of it affecting my life. Because for some people, it genuinely did, you know, yeah. terrible things well, They happened. had much worse experiences. Much yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing that I hope doesn't happen quite to the same extent today is something that Linda touches on at the top of your show um, as you go cruising, which is we sold 30 million records and most of us are skin because we were completely done over <laughs> on the deal. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that that is something that has changed today and that they those, those contracts are no longer banded around. Yeah, absolutely. I think today it's, um, the business is run by accountants, isn't it? And lawyers, you know... Um, so well, that I do think, much I more think protective. People, and I think the young people of today are, are much more savvy, savvy with yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, um, you know, we just weren't. <laughs> you've got Jake in a band, Cole. You know that his setup yeah. will be so different to yours now. Mm. When oh, you can, yeah. so set up, and they're so much more involved. Yeah, mm. on a business much level, more involved. We we just did what we were told and signed what we were told to yeah. sign and trusted that they. Trusted the people that were telling us to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. and we were all happy in our relationships and, and yeah. stuff. And so we just thought, oh, that's fine. That that would be sorted. And, and mm. it wasn't until much, much later, really. I suppose almost nowadays where you look back and you think, God, somebody made millions out of us. And yeah. we none of us have money, except Colleen, mm. but she hasn't made it out of the Nolans. She's made it out of... I haven't now since lockdown. It's killed me. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. we're not earning, yeah. But, um, you know, whatever money Colin's got has not come from the Nolans. It's, no. it's from her own career, you know, individual mm. career. Yeah. But And Bernie made her career and her money from the bill and Brookside and, you know, her acting career. I, I don't think any of us have got bitter and twisted about it because there's no point in being bitter and twisted. No. You're still broke. And yeah. then you're bitter and twisted as well. What's the point? <laughs> On top of it, yeah. You know, and we've all got our fabulous grandchildren and even our ex-husbands, we're all friends with them and our life is good. It's just we've no money, but then, you know, a lot of people have no money, so... Yeah. And, um, and you, have, get on with it. you have got the memories of stadium tours in Russia... Touring with Frank Sinatra and making it big in Japan. My last and final question to you. What did you learn in your time at sea about each other and what you mean to one another and how your relationships as sisters have evolved? Um, well, I learned um, that really how important it is, um, how close we are. And I learned to embrace, you know, because we, we take it for granted, really, that we, how close we are. And, and you know, I, I used to be saying, well, we're not perfect. We, you know, and people say, well, you know, you argued about this and that. And now I just embrace the fabulousness of us. <laughs> I know that sounds <laughs> I just love us. I think we're a big mad sometimes arguing 
mad army of people and I love being part of it and I I learned to really embrace that and cherish it you know how lovely that's really (laughs) nice now Colin's going to go and say something there you go I didn't learn anything they all get on my nerves that's (laughs) not true we never liked her anyway I did learn I've never felt as close to my sisters as I as I did at the end of that cruise and I think because we discussed our whole lives from childhood onwards mm. and it, it gave me a newfound respect for each and every one of them um, and I think losing Bernie um, and then having the opportunity for the four of us to be together um, just put everything into perspective and that money listen money's great we all know and it can get you a lot of things but what we, what I found on that cruise ship was completely priceless. Oh. Yeah, hmm. that's lovely. I didn't it's... find a man though, so that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that was my last question to you. Did you? Did you? Yeah. No. I'd have had money, maybe. How many episodes in total in the series are there? Eight. Eight episodes, yeah. starting Eight. July seventh yeah. on Quest Red, the Nolans go yeah. cruising, and it's ten o'clock. Uh, as a time slot, but obviously you can catch up on D-Play and we'll watch the whole lot. I'm going to binge the rest of them, girls. Oh, and I feel very bad that I've seen your show before you have. That doesn't I know, seem I know. right. That's not fair. But thank you so much for dialing in. Oh, thanks, pleasure. Okay. I really enjoyed it. It's so nice to talk to you. Cole, I miss your face. I oh, know, it's so nice. Uh-oh. I've got to meet up with you soon yes. when all this is over. As soon as we're allowed. And it's yeah, definitely. Just look after yourselves in lockdown. Look after each other and give my love to the gang. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you yeah. too. Right, one question time, as always, is produced by me, Kate Thornton, with Kate and Marsa for Yahoo. And editing is by Callum Goddard Mucklow. Our music is by Andy Bell. His latest material is available on Spotify and Apple, as is all of his back catalogue with Oasis and Ride. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. And remember, do as we do and drink responsibly. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.